This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with cloudy skies and rainfall. 50 degrees at the KVOM studios on this Friday, the 3rd of February, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And there are multiple hazards in effect for us this morning. A flood watch is in effect until noon today. A flash flood warning is in effect for about the next 10-15 minutes here. And we'll have a wind advisory in effect until 6 o'clock tonight. Radar shows more rain coming through our area with a potential thunderstorm before 9 o'clock this morning and another one on its hills about 9.30. Most of the rainfall should move off to the northeast by noontime today. But we could see some more heavy rainfall between now and then. This afternoon's high 59 with winds out of the west-northwest 20 to 25 miles an hour, gusting as high as 45 miles an hour. Tonight, patchy fog developing in the overnight hours, otherwise clear skies are low 35 with some gusty winds. Fog early Saturday, otherwise sunny skies, calm winds, and a high of 63. Saturday night, clear skies, a low of 43. And Sunday, sunny and breezy with a high of 72. We'll get up to 77 with partly sunny skies and some breezy conditions on Monday. Right now, clouds and some rainfall in the area, 50 degrees at the KVOM studios as we send out congratulations to our KVOM employee of the day, Susan DeVold at UACCM. Obituaries this morning, Linda Dawson Athster, age 81 of Roland, died on Wednesday, March 1st. She is survived by her daughters, Jackie Thorne, and Kimberly Astor, and one sister. Memorial service will be this afternoon at 2 at the Trinity Assembly of God Church in Little Rock with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Adrian Walter Brannon, age 32, of Greer's Ferry, died on Wednesday, February 22nd. Visitation will be tomorrow at noon with services following at 2 at Red Cup Celebration Center at Conway, The other side will provide a meal at the funeral home following services, arrangements by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations. Tanya Leanne Bull, age 55, of Perryville, died on Wednesday, February 22nd. A celebration of life ceremony will be held at Journey Church in Perryville this morning at 11 o'clock. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Leon Adam Criswell Jr. died on Sunday, February 26th. He is survived by his life companion, Shell Alexander, two children, Raven Criswell and Maurice Criswell of Moralton, his parents, Leon Adam Criswell Sr. of Springfield and Lavetta Hunter of Maumel, three sisters, one brother, and eight grandchildren, among other family. Visitation for Adam Criswell Jr. will be Saturday, March 4th, 10 to 1145 at Greater Union Hill Missionary Baptist Church. Funeral service will follow at noon with arrangements by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors. Joyce Lenora Howell Jackson, age 86, died on Tuesday, February 28th. She owned Lighthouse Christian Bookstore in Moralton for 18 years while her husband, Dell, ran a nationwide engineering firm. After his passing in 2002, she moved to Jackson, Tennessee and worked as a patient receptionist at a hospital emergency room. She is survived by three children, Larry Jackson of Texas and Richard Jackson and Linda Erguin, both of Tennessee, 
two brothers, two grandchildren, four great-grandchildren, and two great-great-grandchildren. Visitation will be this afternoon at 1 at Union Missionary Baptist Church No. 5 Bruce Street in Moralton, followed by the funeral service. Burial will be at Bowden Cemetery in Atkins by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Mary Margaret Worm Lentz, age 79, of Moralton, died on Tuesday, February 28th. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 8 at the funeral home. Private family service will be at a later date. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 735. We do have cloudy skies, some rain in the area, 50 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today's high, 59. We've got multiple advisories in effect today. A flood watch until noon, a flash flood warning for the next 10-15 minutes here, and a wind advisory today until 6 p.m. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737. We have cloudy skies, some rain in the area, 50 degrees at the KVOM studios. Main Street, Moralton, along with the City of Moralton, the Arkansas Department of Heritage, the Charles Orman family, the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce, and mural artist Jason White. Invite the public to attend a ceremony dedicating the recently completed mural in downtown Moralton on Monday, March 6th at 9 a.m. Morgan Zimmerman with Main Street Moralton explains the mural entitled Small City No Limits was completed in mid-February at 204 West Railroad Avenue. It actually was completed with funding from a matching grant that we got, Main Street Moralton got from the Department of Arkansas Heritage, so it's a public art grant. So um, that's a grant that we've been pursuing, and and we were awarded it this year. So really super excited about that. Um, The city helped us out with some matching funds from the city's public art fund. Um, And then, of course, the Orman family was so kind to to donate their their building or their wall for us to use um, and collaborate on the design. The location was chosen because it is highly visible from Highway 64 and because Charles Orman had prepared the wall for painting before his passing in 2017. Orman's former employee, Teresa Palladino, along with his two daughters, Scarlett and Shannon, collaborated on the design, which depicts a large American flag and elements representing both the industrial and agricultural history of Conway County. The ceremony will include comments from several speakers and will conclude with the ribbon-cutting. Attendees are asked to park in the public parking lot across the street from the Conway County Courthouse or to use street parking in the vicinity of the lot. The courthouse parking lot will be closed for the event. The Yale County Sheriff's Office is seeking the public's help in finding a missing woman. Megan Black was reported missing by her family. She was last seen in the area of Spring Creek and Highway 27 Thursday afternoon around 1 o'clock. Her family says she was traveling westbound on Spring Creek. Megan is a white female with dark hair 
and two heart-shaped tattoos below her left eye. It's unknown what type of clothing she was wearing when she went missing. If you see her, you're asked to notify the Yale County Sheriff's Office at 479-495-4881. Members of the Century League of Moralton are gearing up for their annual charity ball fundraiser. It takes place tomorrow night in the event center at Point Remove Brewing Company in Moralton. Club member Jamie Lee Thomas says the event starts at 6 p.m. and will have a night in Monte Carlo theme. We'll be serving heavy hors d'oeuvres by Christy Strain and beer and wine with Point Remove Brewing. We'll have a special cocktail provided to us by Southern Sippery. And then our music and dancing is going to be with Akeem Kemp, so local musician, super excited about that. We will also have games, um, casino games. Our Knights of Columbus are going to be working those casino tables. We're excited. Um, I think it's going to be a really fun, fun event. Attendees are encouraged but not required to dress in their sharpest Monte Carlo style. Tickets for the charity ball are $50 each and may be purchased at Healthcare Pharmacy, the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Admissions Office, Farm Bureau Insurance, or from any Century League member. Members are also selling tickets for a super raffle that will be held during the charity ball. The raffle prizes include a Blackstone griddle, an Apple iPad, a Glock G42 gun, a med spa package, and a Moralton Stay and Play package. Super raffle tickets are $5 each or 5 for $20. There will also be a bonus raffle for a Trailmaster Mid XRXR go-kart, donated by Haynes Home Center and co-sponsored by Hawkins Insurance and Edward Jones. Tickets for that drawing are $10 each or 6 for $50. All proceeds from Charity Ball support the Century League's many projects to enhance the lives of others throughout Conway County. Some parents in Arkansas could get access to school vouchers that would help pay for private school tuition and homeschooling as soon as this fall, under a bill the State House approved Thursday as part of a massive education overhaul. The majority Republican House voted 78 to 21 to approve the measure, which would also raise minimum teacher salaries and place new restrictions on classroom instruction about gender identity and sexual orientation. The legislation now heads back to the Senate, which approved an earlier version of the bill last week. A final vote there would send the plan to Republican Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders' desk for her signature. The proposal would phase in over three years an education freedom account to pay for private and home schooling. The Department of Education has estimated the legislation will cost more than $297 million to implement the first year and about $343 million the following year. The proposed education overhaul would also raise minimum teacher salaries by 39% to $50,000 a year. Severe Weather Awareness Week, sponsored by the National Weather Service and the Arkansas Department of Emergency Management, continues today with an education on the difference between weather watches and weather warnings. Surrounding an event featuring severe thunderstorms, watches and warnings are issued to help you prepare for the elements. When conditions are favorable for severe storms, a watch is issued by the Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma. Watches often encompass a large area, sometimes several states, and are valid for roughly six hours. When storms develop and are classified as severe, warnings are issued by your local National Weather Service forecast office. Warnings are posted for one or more counties and are valid for an hour or less. Dennis Cavanaugh with the Weather Service office in Little Rock notes, the thing to remember is that when a watch is in place, severe storms might happen. 
But when warnings are in place, severe storms are happening. Watches just tell you that the, the ingredients, the, the atmosphere is ripe. It can produce severe weather at any given, at any given time, you know, if you're in a watch. Uh, but a warning means that you're in the direct path of severe weather. Uh, so a watch means be prepared, and a warning means you have to take action now. Kavanaugh says the safest place to be during a severe thunderstorm is a safe room or a basement. If these are not available, he says, you should go to an interior room on the lowest floor of a house or building and put as many walls between you and the outdoors as possible. Beautiful weather looks to be in store for the first weekend of the Y Mountain Daffodil Festival, now in its 45th year. The festival, located on the fields next to the Y Mountain United Methodist Church off Highway 113 near Bigelow, kicks off tomorrow and continues through Sunday, March 12th. The women of the church and the local Extension Homemakers Club started the festival in 1979 as a way to raise funds for the church. At that time, people were allowed to pick the flowers for a donation to the church, but within a few years, the event had become so popular that all the flowers would be picked on the first day. So organizers decided to change the festival to its current format. And now the picking of flowers is not allowed until the last two days of the festival. The festival is open 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, depending on the weather. All food trucks and craft vendors will be open on the weekends. The church soup and concession stand will operate on weekdays. Admission and parking are free for the festival, but donations to the church will still be accepted. Some reminders for you from our community calendar. The Conway County Care Center Thrift Store is closed today for switchover with new spring and summer merchandise available starting Tuesday. The food pantry will remain open today. Registration for Moralton Parks and Recreation's youth baseball and softball season continues today. Softball open to girls in the 6 and under through 14 and under divisions. Baseball open to boys from T-ball through 15 and under senior divisions. Registration is $65 for one child and $55 for each additional sibling. Registration forms and more information can be found at the Moralton Community Center or by calling 501-354-4122. Apollo Assembly of God will hold a spaghetti dinner today, 5 to 8 p.m. at the church on Todd Street. You can choose from traditional spaghetti, chicken spaghetti, or spaghetti with Italian sausage, and all meals include salad, bread, dessert, and drink. The price is a donation to the church. Proceeds will go towards sending youth to church camp. Our Blood Institute is holding a blood drive Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. at Walmart in Moralton. All donors receive a T-shirt, one free admission to the Museum of Discovery, and a free buntlet coupon from Nothing Bunt Cakes. To make an appointment, visit obi.org. The Cleveland Lodge of Freemasons will meet Saturday night at 7. Westside Church of Christ on West Childress Street, Moralton, will hold gospel meetings Sunday through next Friday. Meeting times are 9.30 a.m. and 3 p.m. on Sunday, and 7 p.m. Monday through Friday with the guest speaker, David Goff. Well, this reminder, if you're just tuning in, you missed our morning news watch. You know you can time shift when you want to hear KVOM's morning news watch. It's because we publish it each weekday as a podcast brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Just listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can go to our website, kvom.com. Now 747, cloudy and 50 degrees at the KVOM studios with some rainfall in the area. A little later on, we'll visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. 
When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Junior John Rockman's put back bucket with seven seconds left gave Marlton's senior girls basketball team a 41 40 win over Clinton in a back and forth battle in a second round game of the Class 4A state tournament in Blytheville last night. Senior Cheyenne Kemp led the Double Dogs with 24 points. Brockman finished with nine as Marlton advances to the semifinals of the state tournament for the second time in the last three years. The Lady Double Dogs will play top-ranked Farmington on Saturday at noon in Blytheville for the chance to play for a state championship next week. We'll have the broadcast of Saturday's game live for you here on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Marlton's boys were eliminated from the tournament with a 70-47 loss to Blytheville last night. Junior B.J. Woodruff scored 15 points of the loss for Marlton, and Junior Jacoy Mosley had 13 Devil Dogs in their season with a record of 24-10. Local teams went 0-3 at the Class 1A state tournament in Ozark on Thursday. Sacred Hearts girls lost to defending state champion Norfolk 62-38. Sophomore Ayla Holzman gained four three-pointers in the fourth quarter for team-high 12 points for the Lady Knights. Senior Emma Dold recorded a double-double in the final game of her career with 10 points and 11 rebounds. Sacred Heart ends its season with a record of 20-12. and 12. Wonderview's boys fell in a big hole early against Shirley and could not climb out of it, falling to the Blue Devils 77-60. Senior Sam Reynolds, the all-time career scoring leader for Wonderview, finished his storied career with a 42-point performance in the loss for the Daredevils, who finished with a final record of 28-7. The Nemo Vista girls had a 16-point halftime lead erased by a roll special by the end of the third quarter, then lost to the Lady Rebels 52-41. Senior Addie Peebles scored 15 points, and Senior K.K. Garris put in 13 for the Lady Red Hawks, who end their season with a record of 22-11. One of you girls are the only Collin County team remaining in that tournament. Lady Daredevils will play their second-round game at 1 o'clock this afternoon against Kirby, and we'll have the broadcast of that game for you live on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Bigelow's boys team is still alive uh, alive in the Class 2A state tournament. The Panthers will play Bay in the second round of that tournament in Rector at 2.30 this afternoon. After getting washed out Thursday, Marlton High School baseball team is hoping to get a game in today. Devil Dog is scheduled to play a non-conference game at Harding Academy in Searcy at 4.30. Marlton High School boys soccer team will attempt to make up its postponed game with Southside Batesville tonight at 5 o'clock at Devil Dog Stadium. The Arkansas women's basketball team beat Missouri 85-74 in the Southeastern Conference Tournament in Greenville, South Carolina on Thursday. The Razorbacks will play top seed South Carolina in the quarterfinals at 11 a.m. today. Freshman Southpaw Robin Heron tossed a one-hit complete game shutout to propel the seventh-ranked Arkansas softball team past Iowa State 4 to nothing Thursday afternoon at Bogle Park. The Razorbacks continue the Woo Pig Classic today with games against Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and North Texas. The eighth-ranked Arkansas baseball team is scheduled to start a three-game series against Wright State today with first pitch at Baumwalker Stadium scheduled for 3 p.m. 
The Arkansas men's basketball team plays its regular season finale on Saturday with the Razorbacks take on Kentucky in a 1 p.m. game from Bud Walton Arena. Look at weather now on this wet Friday morning. We've got humidity at 94%, west winds at 8 miles per hour, gusting to 21 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.27 inches. Low temperature this morning 47 degrees, high yesterday was 64. A year ago today, the low was 38, the high was 81. We measured the rain gauge at about 7 o'clock this morning. We had received 3.47 inches of rain the last 24 hours at the KVOM studios. At, uh, of course, six-tenths of an inch there on Wednesday, so just over four inches over the past couple days, and we've added to that already some this morning, probably still will over the next uh, few hours or so. Rainfall for the year as of this morning, 15.34 inches. Sunset this evening, 6.07. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.37. And our weather forecast does call for 80% chance of heavy rain still this morning and windy conditions. We do have wind advisory in effect until 6 p.m. Flood warning still in effect until 10.45 this morning and then flood watch still in effect until noon we've got a lot going on uh, with our weather system today rain should be gone by this afternoon it looks like may see partly sunny skies still breezy through the day a high near 59 degrees and then partly cloudy tonight some patchy fog in the overnight hours low around 35 and then actually pretty nice weekend uh, once we get to tomorrow sunny the high near 63 then sunny on sunday with a high in the low 70s but we do still have rain in the area right now. 52 degrees in Marlton, 755 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Two minutes in front of 8 o'clock now on KVOM on our close-up interview this morning. We're joined in studio by Kevin Van Pelt, Agricole Gregor with the Conway County Cooperative Extension Service. Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, Eric. All right. Well, have we, uh, have we got enough rain yet this time, this time <laughs> around? I, I, I think we're back in the... Uh, you know, out of the red. Uh, you know, last week was uh, before this rain, the last rain before uh, I was seeing water continue to seep out of the ground in, in places where uh, we haven't seen that in a long time. So I think all of our reservoirs are are definitely full now. Yes, yeah, we have uh, had plenty of rain, certainly, and uh, telling you, I think sum- summertime comes, we're going to wish we had some of it then yeah it's going to quit at some point i'm just wondering worried about how long it's going to quit yeah yeah it is uh yeah we've had uh, certainly our fair share early part of this year and really hard for or for those farmers to get much done isn't it yeah I, I i wasn't sure what to talk about this morning because it's too wet to do anything so yep. it looks like we're going to have some pretty high winds this afternoon so yes yep dangerous conditions out there and 
Uh, I know, of course, last few times we talked to you, you had some production meetings upcoming. Those are all pretty well over now. Yes, we finished up with the rice production meeting yesterday. Had a, a, a really good turnout. And so all I've got left for as far as winter meetings and trainings is the last pesticide applicator training coming up on April 4th. And then uh, we'll uh, hopefully be dry enough to be back in the field planting by then. Yes, let's hope so. And so April 4th, the pesticide applicator training, that's at UACCM? It, it'll, it's at the UACCM Workforce Training Center. It'll be at 6 o'clock in the evening. Uh, there's a $20 fee for the training. Uh, try to get there a little early to sign up, and um, that'll be the last one in this area as far as I know. All right. So, uh, and you, you did mention last time. I think you can do those online now too, right? Yeah, you can go online and and do the recertification training, um, uh, or you can uh, attend this. Uh, but uh, it uh, still requires about the same amount of time either way. Okay. All right. So put that on your calendars for April the fourth. Kevin, anything else? this morning no if it gets dry enough i was going to talk about uh some winter weed control i know i preach that a lot but uh we're we're down to where if it uh dries up enough and wind lays down enough now's the time to do it uh the calls i the uh the call i get the most about from homeowners uh in the spring is spur weed uh that's the sticker weed uh, now, in the, in the next month, will be the best time to spray for those. Uh, uh, homeowners can do a real good job with that, just using uh, a Trimec product. Um, and then on the uh, uh, same thing on our, uh, you know, hay fields right now, and uh, the next month is the time to get it done. Yeah. I see a lot of producers just use Roundup for their winter weed control, and there's a, a several broadleaf weeds that Roundup won't get, like henbit. So I, mm -hmm. I encourage you to at least uh, tank mix some Patriot with the Roundup at a half ounce per acre, but um, that's uh, that's all I've got. Yep, yep. Hopefully it'll dry up and we can get back to some yes. normal, normal conditions for our, for our farmers and, and growers. Well, Kevin, we thank you so much for, for floating in this morning. Thanks, Eric. All right. It is 8.02 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.